no, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Yo, 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 what up? It's the funny hand switch. <laughs> it's very much I'm tired, Robbie, sort of uh, yeah. situation right here. It's really trying to bring the energy as it's, um, <laughs> it's been a long week for me and Robbie. Um, yeah, this is episode 77. Uh, but two rounds of knockout football in the World Cup have transpired since we last spoke to you. The quarterfinals came and went, and uh, as of a few days ago, the semifinals have also came and went as well. Uh, all that is left is a is a World Cup final between uh, Lionel Messi and Argentina, and the current reigning champions, France. But we'll touch on that in due course. First and foremost, though, let's break. Oh, not break down, but let's. Get and just, the um. The third and fourth playoff. Oh yes, the third and fourth playoff between uh, Morocco and Croatia, which is a, a game that I did not expect to be the third and fourth playoff. Hundred percent at the start of the tournament. Um, but the quarterfinals. Let's hark back to the tenth of December, roughly six days ago. Um, and the first one was Croatia drawing one all with Brazil, but then knocking them out on penalties. Uh, the sec, but and then surprisingly, this would be the second biggest upset of the round yeah but yeah no nah, I mean I think we've both predicted even though you did say Croatia know how to win or know how to find like they find ways to win you probably wouldn't have seen that coming no I, I think yeah we we, we both pr- uh, <laughs> both picked uh, Brazil um, to win as like kind of clear favourites but um, yeah I did say <laughs> They're, yeah, uh, they're just a tough team to beat and yeah, they, they definitely showed that again I think yeah I think once Neymar obviously scored in extra time um, you thought that was basically it but yeah Croatia able to equalise and then a bit of a shock in the penalty shootout yeah and uh, yeah Brazil falling at the hurdle yet again um, it's since they won in 2002 it's uh, they. I think the closest they've come is the semi-final um, once but Regularly going out in a pretty disappointing fashion in a fair few tournaments over the over the years, most notably obviously two thousand and fourteen in front of their home fans and they lost seven. Yeah, months yeah, yeah. That was rough. That was definitely the low point. I think yeah, it's just such a clear underachievement from Brazil. Yeah, like the way they were playing at the tournament. How stacked their team is. Yeah, they they should be getting past the quarterfinals and really should should be winning the tournament with the squad that they've got. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I remember watching. I I feel like the early parts of this game and like they like they they were dominant, but they really weren't making the most of their chances early on, and they yeah. seemed a little bit like casual with some of the chances that they had. And I reckon in the end, that probably like yeah came back to bite them a little bit. But yeah. yeah, Neymar's goal was fucking incredible, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's just like, despite the loss, they still produced some amazing moments in that game and also across the tournament. But it's just, it just seems to be, I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's a mental fragility or, I don't know, but like... I think it's just, yeah, it's just tournament football, hey? Yeah. 
it just it just and I feel like that's happened to England quite a lot obviously in recent times just you know games that they sh- should have probably won um yeah just anything can happen in the 90 minutes or, or longer in this case but yes uh Croatia went through um and as we touched on already they didn't quite make it to the final but uh the next quarter final that happened saw Argentina seemingly coasting with a 2-0 lead uh, with 80 minutes played and then somehow letting completely crumbling and letting the Netherlands score twice in 10 minutes to equalise and send the game to extra time. But then Argentina I don't like dominated extra time, don't know how they didn't score. And then Amy Martinez came up huge in the penalty shootout yep. as Argentina. Deserved winners, even though they did have another little 10-minute lapse like they did against Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I suppose that has been a part of their tournament, hey? Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah, like you said, starting with Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, the big moment, obviously, um, Netherlands equaliser from that free kick, which was well worked, but, like, really not very good defending, no. and you've got to be a lot more alert than that. Yeah. You pass, someone, pass the ball to someone in your penalty, sh- penalty spot, and he's able to turn and shoot, which, is like, that's not good enough. No, no. Um, and yeah, the the physical altercation, which I actually haven't seen, but um, yeah, James I, and Connor quite enjoyed. Apparently, yeah, James and Connor gave us gave us a full full lowdown on uh, on the biffo that was going on. Um, we've watched, haven't we? Haven't watched the the full game, so we haven't seen it. But it's not on any of the highlight packages, so mm. maybe SBS don't want you to see it. But it did happen, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what we love about tournament football. Exactly. And apparently, um. Wow, Wegos like tried to come. Tried, was like looking at Messi funny during like an inter- a post-match interview, and he was like, he's like, Messi sort of looks at him, and he's like, "What are you looking at? Go away." Yeah, yeah, I heard about that too. Yeah, I've seen that interview of him, and he looks pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah, um, I think another one was when I think Lisand, no, not Lisandro, Latero Martinez scored the winning penalty. Um, all the Argentinian players ran past the Netherlands players, and like. Got oh, in their they? face a little bit, yeah. I saw, I saw a photo of that one. So, yeah. I mean, you kind of see that coming after the after the bust up. Yeah, yeah, but still, fuck, that's, I, I feel like that obviously just shows how how much bad blood there they came to be during that game. I think it was also the um, it was a record for the amount of yellows given out. I think there was oh, like wow. eleven yellow cards given out. Jesus, I could be wrong. I think I remember seeing that. But that is tournament football, though. I love that <laughs> tournament peak. Football. That's, the, that's, the, that's the phrase of the day, guys. I think as well. Um, we spoke about on the last podcast in terms of Argentina being heavily reliant on Messi. Um, and I suppose they still are to some point, but the the supporting cast, I reckon, in the last couple of games has started to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. And especially in the semifinal, through. as we'll touch on in a second. Yeah. Um, but moving along, next game that happened was the biggest up poss- possibly upset of the tournament with Morocco. Um completing their conquest of the Iberian Peninsula, um, moving on from Spain to beat Portugal 1-0. Um, Crazy. Shocker. I just I couldn't believe that when I saw that because we, we woke up to watch the England-France game and that had already happened. And I heard, uh, I heard that Morocco won and I was just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ronaldo-esque header from El Nesri, uh, although questionable keeping from the Portugal keeper Yeah. on that one. It's a good header though. Um, I just think, obviously, I think a lot have been has been made about Ziyech. Actually, that's that's not true. Actually, but I, I suppose what I'm trying to say is Morocco's defense has been class this tournament. Yeah. Um, Amrabat, Saiz, um, yeah, and being able to hold 
a clean sheet against that Portugal side who scored so many goals in the previous game is yeah. is very very impressive. Yeah, they just like they just they just fought it's just the desperation like the organization it was just like the sort of fighting to the nail for every ball it was just very very impressive. What's the keeper's name? But Bonobo. Bono. 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 Bonobo. <laughs> famous, not to be confused with famous DJ Bonobo. Um, or Bono from U2. Or Bono from U2. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Morocco really the story of the World Cup, um, and they, to be honest, put on a very good show against France in their semi-final game as well. Unluckily, didn't go, didn't quite go through. But the last quarter-final that we will touch on uh, is sadly where we'll, our boys we might do more than touch on it. <laughs> yeah. Our boys uh, bowed out. Uh, England put up a gallant fight in the end and probably on the balance of play deserves you could have say they could have deserved a win from that game they created more chances um i i felt like they across the 90 minutes they they were the better team but like again france were just clinical when it mattered and yeah that, and that is tournament football that is, that is tournament football. yeah i think i mean in previous years england have clearly bottled it yeah. um and that wasn't the case this year at all. And I think... Oh, Harry Kane. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> not blaming him. But, but on the whole in the game, they yeah, yeah. they played quite well. Um, it is interesting that, you know, didn't obviously didn't score from open play and the two main chances were f- from penalty kicks. So, yeah. Do, do you think they played their, their best? No, just because of the simple fact that I think, like... Like, they played well, but then, like, I think... The substitutions, mm, yeah, didn't did, didn't help. If anything, they apart from Mount winning the penalty, the second penalty kind of hindered the team, and also, and the, and like and like I've got nothing against Gareth Southgate. I think he's done incredible with this team, but again, it just shows in big moments against good teams, he didn't seem to have a plan B when we went we behind. Yeah, yeah, and so just sort of it was just like keep doing the same thing, but chuck a few players on, and also chuck the wrong players on. Sterling should never have played. Yeah, uh, that's the clear one, I think, because, you know, everything that he went through, to leave Qatar, come back, he's yeah. clearly not in the headspace to be playing a yeah. quarterfinal. Saka shouldn't have been taken off. He's been England, like, he's, he's been one of England's top three best players as World Cup. Yeah. You leave, you leave your star players on for as long as you can. Um, Sterling did nothing, um, and yeah. And Mount was ineffective as... As as he's been recently, I mean, yeah. he won the penalty, I suppose. But. He won the penalty, but like, 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 that's not like he did something crazy to win the penalty. He just ran, and the sky was stupid enough to bump him over. Anyone can do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just the wrong substitutions and a lack of a plan B prevented England from you know playing the best they could have. But up until then, they I would say they were playing great football. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it has to be said that um, France basically did what they needed to do um the chua many goal is class phenomenal i and think even, maybe even the second goal is pretty good too it's a great cross good header like yeah i think maybe uh, this, i saw something online about um a bit of analysis of whether pickford could have moved his feet a little bit better but no one's picking that shot um yeah anyway. it's a bit kind of like uh I, I don't i don't i don't give stock to that like that's just 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 give credit to the goal it's a good finish like yeah true, true. like I, I don't like it's like i don't think many keepers are saving that no 
Um, and yeah, Griezmann, who I think we were commenting on early in the game, didn't look very good. Pushing he, a very he, good cross. For yeah, sure. he he got two assists, although you can't really call the too many assists and assist like a great assist. He just literally just laid it off to him. Yeah, but yeah, it's a great cross, and like he has looked good in moments. But also, to be fair, I was I was rightly calling him poor throughout that game for mistakes that he was making. Yeah, so. Take take what you take. Like if you hand pick certain moments, yes, he looks great. But over the course of the ninety minutes, I mean, he looked better in the Morocco game a little bit. But again, he's he's he he shows flashes and he also show, of being good and he also shows flashes of being the player that has been disappointing over the last two three seasons. Yeah, yeah. Th- there was definitely there was definitely moments. Yeah, outside. Yeah. But I think you have to. At the end, judge him over the ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and, and he did. He did put a, put in a solid performance. But yeah, England yeah. fail again. But um, I will say, Carl Walker handled Kylian Mbappe very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose everyone obviously thought that was going to be the story, but yeah, it wasn't in the end. So no, it wasn't. Yeah. But and Kylian Mbappe didn't score against a um, uh, Morocco either. No, he he did he did have a, a sort of. I guess he gets the assist for that, even though it was deflected, for the um, for the the second goal that France scores. But like again, he seems seems there is a way to defend him. It's it seems apparent from the last two games. Yeah. To be fair, in the last two games he, he's been playing against Ashraf Hakimi and Kyle Walker, two of the world's best right backs. Yeah. Yeah, I just it, it, it. I suppose it just goes to show that he 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 can be closed down. Yeah. If if he comes up against the, which I suppose like feeds into the fact that yeah he's not as good as uh, Messi or Ronaldo were. No. In in my opinion, at at, at their age. Yeah. Despite having very good stats. But he is and, very good. And accolades. Yeah. 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 But yeah, um, that again, Molina as well for Argentina is another good right back, so that'll be a very interesting uh, matchup in the World Cup final. Yeah. But yes, England fall short again, um, and yeah, looks just disappointing. Well, what more can you say, really? Yeah, I think. I mean, I we remember watching the first penalty and being a bit shocked that Larice went to his um, to to Larice's left or yeah. Kane put it to, to yeah. the other side. Um, and yeah, you, you do wonder whether Kane sort of saw Larice go to the right, yeah, the I, right side as he's taking the penalty, and that's yeah. why he shank it a little bit. I think uh, I also just think like either Kane needs to just back himself, regardless of where he thinks sees Larice going, and just hit it as hard as he can to that corner. Or if you are going to be uncertain about Larice going that way, just 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 do the old wait for him to move thing. Yeah, because Larice moves early there; he moves before Kane kicks the ball, mm-hmm. so just. Do, do do just just walk up and send them the, and then put it the other way. Like I feel like like obviously it's it's a World Cup quarterfinal, huge stakes, whatever. But I do feel like a player of Kane's quality has the ability to to like change that mid kick and just slot it to the left side, yeah, or the right side. But I suppose it's hard, obviously, to speak about the the gravity of the situation. Like he's got a way he takes penalties and yeah. he doesn't have a stutter step in it so no. you're not gonna oh, no, I, don't, I, don't mean stutter, I, just mean, I just mean like the you know just, just watch just just watch and then as he ran and then put it the other way because yeah. you wouldn't even need to put it like far in the other corner just yeah true but anyway it's it's all it's all should have gone down the middle semantics yeah <laughs> I should have not put it over the he bar he should have <laughs> just bloody penanked him mate <laughs> that's what I would have done yeah <laughs> um, but yes England fall short again uh, there, there's rumours that Southgate May or may not leave. He's contracted until the, after the after the Euros in twenty twenty four. 
but there are also rumours that he, he may feel like his time is done. Hmm. Uh, the opinion is split. A lot of people say he's done. Like he, the team is playing well. He should stay. And a lot of people say he hasn't won anything. Um, I think the majority of fans would want him to stay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it depends who's available for me. Opinion personally, if if there is like a very good manager out there, that's like you know someone like who could really take us, who could really get the best out of this very like modern talented technical te- uh, group group of players you know like a I don't know Luis Enrique yeah Luis Enrique <laughs> or, or someone like a, if Pep Guardiola wants to have a go at managing um, an international side mm. then yeah but at the moment I just don't really see like I don't see Mauricio Pochettino as being that much of a step up from him um, Thomas no. Tuchel again yeah I don't know the names that have been floated around so I'm happy to stick with him until Euro 2024. Like, yeah. As Pepe enters the fray. Hello, buddy. So, special guest. <laughs> what have you got to say about the England game? There you go. <laughs> and that's the thoughts. <laughs> Pepe the cat. happy about it. <laughs> I think he's definitely Southgate out. Um, but yes, anyway, moving on <laughs> to the semi-finals. Bunch of bottle jobs, Pepe. Uh, we've got... The the first one, which was a very convincing um, 3-0 display, Argentina dispatching Croatia in commanding fashion. Um, Croatia never really had a sniff. Messi and, like we mentioned before, his supporting cast getting better, Julian Alvarez, who, looking back at it now, I almost picked him for my young player of the tournament. I fucking should have, because he's been really good. Um, I was actually thinking about give, like golden boot to him. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah. Well, he's he's. I think I think he's on three or four. Messi and they, uh, Messi and Mbappe currently tied on five for Golden Boot at the moment. Right. Messi okay. would win it because he has more assists. I'm pretty sure. Okay. True. Um. Yeah, I think it's a case of Croatia. Um. Basically, overperformed at the World Cup given yeah. given the set of players that they have, and yeah, it would have been very hard to get past Argentina I think it's just basically as far as they they could have gone really. and they're also probably a bit gassed from going to extra time in their last two games yeah true true very true and Messi was just phenomenal I yeah. think that was probably his best game of the World Cup do you think I'd say so yeah yeah. That yeah. just that last goal where he yeah just drops the shoulder and, and just puts the, it on a plate for Alvarez and again it beats it dribbles makes the defender that had been considered by many as like the consensus best defender of the tournament look like just your average Sunday league centre back yeah looking like Wilbur Kuda looks <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one um, but yeah Julian Alvarez very good uh, Messi phenomenal um, strange was that the first goal where he Alvarez runs with it or was that the second goal second goal yeah uh, oh yeah because Messi's got the penalty gets first. very fortunate there yeah yeah just I, I remember and then it just like bobbles up perfectly yeah I remember watching that live and just being like oh my god how's that happen yeah. but Credit where it's due, he stayed with it. I think you have to look a little bit at Croatia's defending there. A like, little bit, yeah. Like, they get unlucky, but you just have to get the ball out of there. It yeah. comes off two people. Yeah. You just got to do big a little time, bit more. Big time. But, yeah, it's just when it's not going away, it's not going away. And then it's just one of those things that kind of makes me feel like it's Argentina's World Cup this year. Mm. I don't know. But then again, you never know. France has probably had similar things happen to them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 
so not much really to say about that game is except for the fact that um, Argentina just looked very good and they're in perfect, perfect momentum going into the World Cup final. But then uh, France win it one two nil in the end, and you could say that's a fairly convincing showing to go into the World Cup final on face value. But if you actually watch the game, it looked pretty shaky at times. And or and Morocco, it was a common like Morocco played very well, put their best foot forward for sure. But defensively, France just I don't know, didn't feel didn't didn't inspire as much confidence as they could have. I felt like yeah, there were definitely chances there for Morocco to to have yeah. another upset. If a Mor- but- if Moroccan players just make make a couple better decisions in key moments in the box in that game, it's a very different result. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, they conceded the first goal before Sice went off injured as well. Yeah. Um, but I think losing him is well, uh, what was pretty big too. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm, I mean, the way the game, the, the game, the game, <laughs> the game, the, the game panned out. I think you probably look at it and say that maybe Sice coming off wasn't a big thing just because they scored beforehand. But yeah, yeah. Was there another injury to Morocco? I swear there was a couple. Don't know. Don't know. Maybe Buffal because I don't think I didn't. I didn't see much of him in the game. Mm. But yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, honestly, just a, just a, just a very like Morocco can hold their heads up high with that performance. Like I know they didn't score, but like played really well. Um, and that's just the difference between like teams that have been there and done that at this level at this stage of the tournament versus a team that's playing their first ever World Cup semi final. It's just France just had a bit, a bit of a cooler head on their shoulders when it came to chances in the box and Morocco didn't. Yeah, I think it'd be belief, right? Yeah, like, for sure. You get past Portugal in the quarterfinal and like you, you know, you're not really expecting that and you come up against France in a semifinal and you're like, you know, it'd be incredible if we win here, but it'd be hard to convince yourself that, you know, it's, it's going to happen, I suppose. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's just me. But. No, that's a valid point. So I've seen N N N Nesri came off in the 66th minute and Buffal came off in the 67th minute. So I don't know if that was injury. There's also a half-time sub as well. I saw. Yeah, Maz Rowie. Oh, Rowie. maybe that's who it was. Yeah. Strange to take Buffal and and N Nesri off as well, but yeah. Anyway, it's a long time. Ago. Um, but apparently one one player to watch potentially for January transfer windows or just the future. Um. Uhani or Unahi, the the defensive slash centre midfielder for Morocco. Right. Okay. Apparently he was just like balling out, and I've only seen bits and pieces. And he he did look pretty good, but apparently like he was just looking incredible. And apparently, and he has been pretty good. Like he was good against Portugal as well. Yeah. So one to watch on the radar. On the transfer radar, very good. Yeah, there's um, few. I mean, Buffal has had an incredible tournament. Ziyech. Ziyech, uh, Chelsea would be stoked that Ziyech is playing so well because they get some more money for him. Yeah, I think true. he's done at Chelsea. It's perfect, to be honest, which is a shame. And yeah, El Nesri, crazy. He's yeah. been. I don't, know, I don't think he's going to leave Sevilla because I think he's been there for like ten years. But yeah, just a good tournament. Just him. impressive. Uh, anyway, time for us to move on to the big dance. It only comes around once every four years, the World Cup final. Should we do a quick third and fourth playoff? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, to the slightly smaller dance. <laughs> Croatia. St- I'm st- going- st- it's still a big achievement for either team to win yeah. it. I'm going Morocco. I reckon I reckon 
Yeah, I think Morocco they they look too. like the better team. They they they're, they're hungrier for it. Like it'll be they'd make history as the first team to um, finish. Well, the, the, the highest fi- finish already, but first yeah. African team to finish in the top three of um, a World Cup ever. So yeah. no, I yeah. back him. I back him in. Yeah, I rate that too. I think yeah. Again, I feel like in all the podcasts, I've not been convinced by Croatia, despite them having a very good tournament. Um, maybe that's a bit harsh, but yeah, I think Morocco are better. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, my pick isn't necessarily a knock on Croatia. I just think it's Morocco will be more up for it. Because like, Croatia have fallen at this stage of tournaments. Yeah. Or, I mean, or, go, or gone further. Like it's, It feel like means a bit less to them, I yeah. feel like. And that can be a big difference, I feel like. Hmm. But yeah, Morocco, probably like a 1-0 or a... Or a or a two-one in extra time, or on pen- or maybe on one-all on penalties type of th- type of deal. True. That's three different predictions. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> covering I'll, all bases. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really, really playing the safe on the fence bit there. No, I'll, I'll go one-nil to Morocco. Okay, cool. You know what? I'll go the same. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right, and now the big dance. Uh, France versus Argentina. Honestly, probably like easily the two best teams have over the course of the tournament are playing in the final mm, yeah like Brazil had moments England had moments Portugal had moments but like these are the two best teams yeah yeah I think like we said France have just said just been able to get it done despite not always looking good and that's a that's a big thing in these tournaments and, and you can say the same for Argentina as well yeah I think yeah obviously after the Saudi Arabia game I think most things have gone pretty basically perfectly for them yeah uh, and also a little bit of a narrative, like obviously there's lots of narratives, but like, you know, Messi would be the perfect combination of his career. Uh, France would be the first team to ever win world, uh, back-to-back World Cups. Mm-hmm. But also the one, the narrative that I thought about recent today that like, I kind of like the most is sort of like the old guard versus the new. It's like Mbappe versus Messi. Yeah, true. It's like, it's like if, if France win, it's almost like a changing of the guard moment. Yeah. But if, you know, Messi, if Argentina win, it's almost like a, you know, don't forget about who, who like, it's just it's like one last reminder of who the yeah, big dog, who's the, boss who the big dogs are <laughs> yeah yeah I, th- I think for me definitely don't want France to win no I don't <laughs> want France to win um, sorry I know we're supposed to be an impartial podcast but let's be real we're never really an impartial podcast uh, we don't want France to win yeah um, obviously it would be crazy um, Mbappe winning two World Cups by the age of 23 I think that's probably yeah. got to be a record Bonkers. I would say um but yeah, I suppose obviously on the whole, I don't want France to win. There's there's certain players in there I wouldn't mind seeing win again. Like I I, I like Olivier Giroud. Quite yeah, a lot. I wouldn't mind seeing. Giroud and he's either. like obviously Benzema um, not being available for the tournament. But yeah, yeah. I, did, I did see. Surely he doesn't get picked. Yeah, De- Deschamps like, didn't prefer, rule it out. He's like I prefer not to speak on that. Yeah. Like I mean. Honestly, don't think it's a good move. I mean, we talked about Sterling before. Yeah. Like, obviously, Benzema is world-class, but Giroud's got it done consistently this yeah, tournament. What, it, what do you think? Do you think... I think they might, like, have him in reserve if Giroud gets injured, but I don't think he sees the field unless it's, like, maybe extra time otherwise. Yeah, true. True. You're not a bad player to have. Not no. a bad player to have, no. No, no, no. Um, turns out how the game will go. Um, I think Argentina's attack... Um, has as good a shot as any team has to exploit France's defense because I do think France's defense is their weak point and has been their weak point this World Cup. Jules Koundé is a is a centre back playing at right back. Upamecano and Varane are both 
not you know as impressive as they as the two defenders they had. Who was playing centre back for them in the World Cup? Surely it was Varane, right? Varane, but Varane was much better. Much better then. at that point. Um, and yeah, like Theo Hernandez is, is is probably the best defender uh, on the in that back four. Um, but yeah, I think you know Messi, Alvarez, Rodrigo de Paul, um, uh, McAllister. Yeah, the list goes on. Um, I think just yeah, the Argentina haven't really struggled to break down anyone this so far this World Cup. I don't think that starts now. Yeah. Um, especially as France haven't really been like, even though they kept a clean sheet against Morocco, they conceded they plenty chances. of chances. Yeah. So I don't think France are like this. You know, they're not built to. They built. They're built as a team to score more than they can, than they concede. They're not built as a team to like hold teams out. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hopefully it's just like free flowing, and I, I I think it probably will be. Both teams are going to want to attack for reasons like you just just outlined, but um, yeah, I I definitely agree on 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 France's defense. It's not it's definitely not convincing, um, but yeah, I suppose Argentina's hasn't really been either. Yeah, yeah, in moments, but I do think Argentina's defense all in all is probably a little bit better. Especially, how it's very interesting that Lissandro Martinez hasn't. Yeah, he really seems to be used starting. as like an impact sub. Yeah, although he did start against the Netherlands in the back three when Tagliafico wasn't quite fit, but then as soon as Tagliafico was fit, he dropped out of the team. Mm. It's a bit bizarre, but yeah. yeah but then it also it's a good it's a good sort of like you know ace up the sleeve to have if Argentina do get a lead and in the second half or have or still hold a lead in the second half, bring him on to help solidify that because not only does he help solidify the back line he's, he's also his passing range to help um, Argentina hit on the counter yeah it was very effective but yeah obviously huge matchups um, Mbappe versus Molina um, Molina's looked to be a good def- a good right back so far this tournament but Mbappe obviously arguably the best left wing in, in the world at the moment yeah um, Messi against whoever he ends up playing against uh, will be a good matchup um and yeah, how Varane and Ufmakano deal with Alvarez would be very interesting. And also yeah. how Romero and um, Otamendi, Otamendi deal with Giroud. Mm. And also the midfield battle of, I think, well, who, I think it's Paredes, McAllister, and... Fernandez? Is it? I was going to say, I thought it was Paredes, McAllister, and um, DePaul. DePaul. Or was DePaul a winger? I, I thought DePaul was... A, mm. Anyway, against Chuamendi. In, in this lineup here, it's got... Um, McAllister, Fernandez, Paredes, and DePaul. Okay, but this the lineups on this are always a bit. Because I think I think they play a, a like a four four two almost because they, like it's Messi and Alvarez up top. Yeah, well that would yeah. Uh, so that midfield against you know uh and many Griezmann. Um, who's the other guy that plays? Oh, and Rabio. Yeah, it's another again interesting midfield battle. Um, so yeah, like. Tough to split, um, but ultimately I've backed Argentina since before the tournament even started, and I'm not about to stop now. So I think Argentina wins. Um, my heart's there, and, and to be honest, my head's there a little bit too. Uh, I think they win it 2-1 in the end. Probably an extra time, seeing as just how cagey World Cups are. Yeah. I'm going to... <laughs> I want Argentina to win, but I reckon... It's just come over me now. <laughs> I think I Wasting. think Fra- I think France um are going to be back to back. I'm going to tip them to 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 do it. On penalties full time and next time. 
I'm going to say late equaliser in, you know, the um, end of extra time and penalties. And a bit of penalties. Yeah. Huge. Very that'd specific be Francis, prediction. That'd be France's first penalty shooter of the tournament if they end up winning that. I, pers- I personally think if it goes to penalties... Argentina will Argentina win. win because because any Martinez is a fucking gangster. True. But I don't... I, you know, mm. That's not me trying to thing on your pick no I'm not, um, I'm not tight personally <laughs> <laughs> uh, you what <laughs> um, but the yeah fuck? there you go guys you, you heard it here first <laughs> I think Antinas is going to win he thinks France is going to win <laughs> split decision um, and yeah and I'll be um, on the plane while it's happening yeah we'll, we'll be in transit and I'll be in the Sunshine Coast um, shattering for Wilbur hopefully he gets to, hopefully they're broadcasting on the plane you never know they might be um, yeah, you never know, but yeah. you think you might now. <laughs> um, switch off the seven rom-coms in a row to turn that one on. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the next few episodes we'll have will be Zoom episodes because like uh, we'll, we'll be away and for at least the next two weeks I'll be out of Melbourne and then, but you'll be in England for... Until the seventh, the next three weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was also going to some because our Premier League coverage returns next week because there's just no stopping. True. <laughs> is it straight? Is it? It goes back Boxing Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's no rest for the wicked. Uh, so yeah, and Wilbur is going to two different games while he's over in England. Hopefully. Hopefully, definitely one, potentially two. Yeah. Um, so we'll get some. Uh, analysis live from well not live from the stadium but you know some thoughts from watching a game in the stadium being there live yeah yeah so hopefully Everton Wolves on Boxing Day and um, Everton City yeah Everton City uh, the day before uh, no it must be on New Year's Eve yeah yeah on New Year's Eve at the Etihad Stadium so hopefully I can get to that one that huge. one's in doubt but that'll be huge so yeah, that's what you got to look forward to um, after the World Cup. Um, thanks for joining us over our four weeks of World Cup coverage. It's been a blast. It's been a whirlwind. This World Cup, uh, out uh, you know, outside of all the uh, contextual factors that aren't related to football, has been quite an entertaining one. Yeah. So um, we've enjoyed our time covering it. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it. And we'll see you next week for... Obviously, first our reaction to whoever wins the World Cup, but then straight back into Premier League action. Huge. That's all from us. See you later.